0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gopher 2 Podcast. I'm your host, Cargo. Uh, Make sure you go ahead and uh, like, subscribe, follow me, all that good stuff on all the social media platforms. Um, Like I said before, we are doing a four-part segment, breaking down each division, going through each team, seeing how they did last year, going over the stats, the numbers, the good stuff. Uh, And just kind of looking at what they did in the offseason, you know, with free agency, trades, the draft, you know, we're going to take a a holistic view at their their, uh, roster and just kind of see where we think they're going in the year 2020. Uh, So let me go ahead and just jump right into it, guys. Right now we're doing the uh, New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They won. uh, They went third in the AFC East. Uh, This is the second year under head coach Adam Gase. He was the former head coach at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, I don't really know what this guy's claim to fame is. Uh, I think it's being the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos when Peyton Manning was there. And um, yeah, you don't really need an offensive coordinator if you have Peyton Manning. Uh, but we'll get to him in here in a little bit. Uh, we have Dual Hoggins, their offensive coordinator, also going into the second season. Uh, Greg Williams, defensive coordinator, is going into his second season with the Jets. This is a guy who has a lot of experience. Um, He uh, came from a team from New Orleans when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, Really most notably known for the the thing where they pay players to take other players out of the games. So, yeah, uh, hopefully he's playing by the rules now here, right? Kind of looking at... What the Jets did on offense last year, this was a not a great offense. Uh, they were 31st in points scored uh, with 17.2. They had uh, 273 yards, which was dead last in the NFL. Passing yards, 194. They were 29th best. And then rush yards, 78 yards on the ground, uh Thirty first, so second to last, essentially. Uh, Sam Darnold completed sixty one percent of sixty one point nine percent of his passes. Uh, You know, played in thirteen games. uh, Had to deal with that mono issue. Uh, You know, to be truthfully honest with you guys, I have no idea what mono is. Uh, So, if you would like to enlighten me, educate me, I would really appreciate it because I'm still trying to figure it out. But anyways, going back to football, Sam Darnold threw for over 3,000 yards in 13 games, uh, 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, sacked 33 times, which is 17th most. Um, Just keep in mind, 13 games. Uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, ran for 789 yards, uh, which is 24th best, averaged 3.2 yards a carry, three touchdowns on the ground. If if you had him in fantasy, you know exactly what that is. Um, six, six catches, 461 yards and one receiving touchdown. Uh, not a lot of productivity there from Mr. Le'Veon Bell, uh, Jamison Crowder, uh, 78 catches, 833 yards, six touchdowns, very productive, uh, for Jamison Crowder last season. Uh, Robbie Anderson, who was no longer with the team had 52 catches, 779 yards receiving average 15 yards to catch. Five touchdowns. Um, and then everything after that is uh, you know, not that great. Um, looking at the defense, uh, this was kind of like an up and down defense. Um, you know, at times, had moments, um, just really <clears throat> inconsistent, uh, you know, and it kind of like at the middle of the pack kind of defense. Um, uh, they allowed 22.4 points a game, which was a 16th best in the NFL, uh, 323 yards of uh, total offense, seventh best in the NFL allowed 236 yards passing, uh, 17th best, and then uh, rushing yards allowed 86.9, which was second best in the NFL. So um, as far as getting after the quarterback, 35 sacks, which was 23rd best, uh, which was not a good, led by Jordan Jenkins with eight sacks, Jamal Adams with six and a half sacks. Okay. Uh, Jamal Adams, a really interesting topic. We'll kind of get to him here in a second. Um, Some key additions um, for the uh, New York Jets on offense, uh, just kind of going with the uh, playmakers first. Uh, Kenneth Dixon Brashad Perryman. Uh, Brashad Perryman looks to make an impact coming in from Tampa, uh, putting up some really good numbers in a couple of good games last year for them. Uh, Frank Gore is reunited with his head coach, Adam Gase, uh, from their time in Miami together. And then uh, one thing that the Jets really needed to do this year was just um, kind of retool that offensive line, and that's exactly what they did. They added offensive tackle George Fant, uh, more of a swing tackle type player uh, from Seattle. Uh, they acquired Alex Lewis, a guard via trade from the Baltimore Ravens, and you know what they did last year: uh, Connor McGovern, uh, a center as well. Um, just added some uh, really good pieces to that offense. Uh, you know, some key losses, like I said, Robbie Anderson, um, they did lose two running backs as well. And Belay Powell and Ty Montgomery, um, and a couple of defensive back, Daryl Roberts and Tremaine Johnson, who, um, did not pan out the way they planned. He would, um, the New York Jets had nine picks total in the draft. And I really think they nailed their draft. I, I really think they did well. They drafted well, um, you know, Starting off with their first pick, Mikai Beckham, offensive tackle out of Louisville, a very raw offensive tackle, but he's a north and south type of guy. Um, once he gets on you, uh, th- there's there's no going back. Um, and he's a uh, get off the bus first type of guy. You know what I mean? Uh, just a a, a statue of a man. And it, what's really, really interesting about this pick is at eleven, the Jets had an opportunity to go for a wide receiver. They could have gotten any wide receiver they wanted in this draft, but decided to go with Mikai Becton. Um, I really like the pick just because, um, you know, looking at what that offensive line is, is it's going to not only um, protect Sam Darnold, but it's going to help that running game just a little bit more. Um, and I, I just kind of felt like, you know what, you know, in free agency they, they did enough to help out that offensive line. Um, I would have liked to have seen them go with wide receiver, but – hey, you know what, they came back in the second round and they said, hey, Carlos, uh, we hear you. So they took Denzel Mims, wide receiver out of Baylor. A really good player. Um, He's really good at catching those 50-50 balls. Um, I'll kind of get to him more in a little bit here. Uh, In the third round, they got Ashlyn Davis, safety out of Cal. Really good story. Uh, Started off as a walk-on player. Um, Ended up being a captain for them. Uh, Also in the third round, uh, Jabar Zuniga, a, an edge rusher out of Florida, to help kind of get after the quarterback here. Uh, and then uh, a fourth-round pick in LaMichael Pearman, a running back out of Florida. Um, really change of pace type of running back. Probably have to play some special teams, um, just kind of buried in that depth chart there in New York. Um, two other really good draft picks that they made, uh, one in the fourth round was uh, Cameron Clark, an offensive tackle out of Charlotte. Um He's a guy that's uh, a lot of people said he's pro-ready to kind of come in and start. So we'll see where he kind of figures himself out on that uh, offensive line group there. And in the fifth round, a really good choice in Bryce Hall, quarterback out of Virginia. This is a guy who was uh, a first-round value uh, before the injury. You know, uh, we'll lot to see what to come with him. Uh, coming back from the injury but um if he pans out the way he does he's gonna be a really good slot nickel corner for them um and they 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 needed a lot uh, in that secondary um looking towards this offense you know the the first thing i kind of noticed is um you know other than sam and and Le'Veon, um the offensive line group uh retooled um no real big names uh kind of guys you've really never heard of but They've added some depth to that, and, and we'll see how those tackle positions with uh, Makai Becton and, and Cameron Clark kind of pan out. Uh, just, like I said, added a bunch of players to the offensive line. Uh, a team that deals with a lot of injuries in the offensive line as well. Uh, tight end Chris Hernan last year was suspended for the first four games of the season. A lot of people expected him to be a breakout tight end. Um, it kind of didn't really – Pan out that way. Ryan Griffin kind of overshadowed him. Had a really good season last year. Ended up with five touchdowns. Uh, but this is a team that they they want to run the ball. So having two really versatile tight ends is going to help out uh, that offense. Uh, looking at the wide receiver group uh, led by Jamison Crowder, the addition of Brashad Perryman, uh, Denzel Mims, I think could be. Um, uh, you know, it's it's funny he, for me. He's one of those guys that uh, I you know I'll probably draft with the last pick. Uh, from my fantasy team, and he has, you know, I, I hope uh, none of the people in my fantasy leagues are listening to this, uh, just because he has the uh, the opportunity with the volume and the talent to kind of do what Terry McLaurin did for the 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 uh, Washington team here last year, um, and just you know a lot of really good young wide receivers broke out last year. This is a very talented wide receiver group, so. I look for Denzel Mims to be maybe kind of a sleeper pick uh, for fantasy and to really make an impact for this New York team that that really needs to help uh, at the wide receiver position. You know, looking at this running back group, uh, you know, it's funny because Adam Gase really likes Frank Gore. You know, he they, they had spent some time together in Miami. And, you know, the thing about Adam Gase was, I, mean, I don't know why this is a thing, but he didn't want the team to sign Le'Veon Bell, which, you know, I wasn't I was a big fan of his but you know when he sat out really you know really hard to, to, to kind of get behind this guy and you know I know I've said this before I have a problem with guys who um, start off uh, or take a year off from football whether it's um, for health issues injuries uh, contracts and suspensions uh, it takes a little while to get back into the group of things you know you can be in shape but until like you're they're on Sundays playing, you know, it's a different type of a, a fitness level that you need. I, I do think though, Le'Veon will have a better year this year. Um, like last year did not have a game where he posted over a hundred yards rushing in a game. And this is guy who's getting paid a lot of money to be the running back. Um, I know in his time, it's Pittsburgh. He may have not had to deal with a lot of eight man fronts. And I know that's probably what he's getting a lot of uh, in New York. Uh, but hopefully with that offensive line, they can kind of open some things up for him and maybe he can go back to that explosiveness he was a couple of years ago. Uh, definitely expect Frank Gore to take some goal line carries from him as well. And, of course, this offense really just goes behind Sam Darnold. You know, Sam Darnold, I forget that this was a guy who was drafted a couple of years ago. Uh, he was 20 years old. He's going to be 23 this year. This is a really a make-or-break season for Sam and I know he's been putting in the work with, you know, Josh Allen, his buddy up in Buffalo, uh, and Jordan Palmer out in California. They've been throwing a lot. Of, you know, you could see it from the Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm definitely rooting for Sam Darnold. I believe that their talent is there. I don't know if the talent around him is necessarily there. I'm not sure if they can get it together for him, uh, especially in such a crucial season. Even if he doesn't have a good season, I can still see them wanting to bring Sam back. Uh, you know, I just I don't I'm not a big believer in in, in Adam Gase. To be quite honest with you, I uh, I haven't seen the offensive prowess he's known for. So, uh, you know, Joe Burrow also to kind of put it into context for you, Joe Joe Burrow is going to be uh, uh, is already 23 years old, and Sam Darnold is going to be 23 years old. So, we'll see how that offense looks to improve. Um, there, I, I mean, it can't get any worse than what it was last year, and uh, hopefully with a full 16 games, you know, Sam Darnold can start fast and you know finish fast because uh, they're going to need him to stay competitive in a lot of these games. You know, looking at the defense, you know, not a lot of changes. You know, looking at that D, that D line, Quinn Williams just needs to stay out of trouble. He is a, a a young kid with a lot of talent, so if he can kind of figure it out. Uh, no more Leonard Williams on the other side of him to help him. So we'll see how Quinton does. Uh, as far as the edge rusher, they returned Jordan Jenkins. They also um, added Jabar Zutiga, edge rusher out of Florida, to help find a way to generate pressure. I know that's what Greg Williams wants to do. And he's got two really good linebackers in the middle, CJ Mosley and Avery Williamson, who both got paid a couple years ago, CJ had some issues with injuries last year. So he looks to bounce back. And then this cornerback group is nothing spectacular. Uh, this is where they could struggle. You know, this is a secondary that's led by Jamal Adams and, you know, he wants to get paid, but you know, Hey, Sam Donald, they got to figure out if they want to pay him first. So uh, Jamal, just be patient, believe in yourself. You have enough confidence and swagger to go out there and and do your thing and and, and, and everything that's yours will come to you. And this is a really nice-looking safety group, you know, Jamal Adams, Marcus May, and uh, rookie Ashlyn Davis. Um, it should allow Greg Williams to, you know, give them a lot of different looks, show them some different things. And, um, you know, I just think that this unit has to play better with Jamal Adams leading them. You know, Jamal wants to get paid, but, you know, I think as Lewis Riddick said, Uh, the safeties the in the box safeties are these basically these running backs on defense. If everybody does their job, they could just fly around and make plays all the time. So I I think Jamal Adams needs to understand that, you know, yes, he's a great player in his own right, but if everybody's doing their job, right, it allows him to do his job, um, you know, around the line of scrimmage, making those big plays. So. I don't really see a lot of improvement on offense and I don't really see a lot of improvements on defense. This is a team that maybe just barely got better, but, uh, you know, down the stretch, I think they believe, I believe they went six and two down the stretch. Uh, you know, so I don't really see them, you know, they will be competitive. Uh, cause Sam Donald will keep them competitive. But with what everything else that's going on in the other divisions and how the other teams like the Dolphins have gotten better, uh, the Bills have gotten better, and you know the Patriots are kind of going through this weird stage. But with Bill Belichick, they're going to be in the mix. Uh, I, I see uh, you know the Jets probably taking a step back, you know, and they're going to have to continue to rebuild. Um, and this is like I said, the make or break season for them. I think it's going to be more of a uh, heartbreaking, tough season for them. A long road ahead for the Jets. And that's what I have for the New York Jets, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you all are some New Yorkers out there, you know, and you got a problem with what I said, uh, hey, man, uh, I'm always open to uh, uh, constructive criticism. And, and you know what, guys? I know these podcasts are perfect, but let me tell you, they're going to get better. Uh, more repetitions, uh, better structure, uh, and if you have any advice for me, Hey, I'm, I'm uh, ears are open. Uh, I got a lot of free time. Um, once again, you know, thank y'all for just taking a little bit of time out of your day to kind of just, um, listen to the podcast, whether you're on your way to the grocery store or at home, working, taking a little break. Uh, thank you very much guys. And, uh, continue to be safe during this pandemic and, you know, be kind to people. Uh, you just never know what people are going through nowadays with, you know, how tough everything is and um, yeah, definitely tune in for the next episode and guys just remember uh, always, always go for two.